I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. My lonely. Never. My lonely lady. Hey, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. So, in the promo for last week's episode, when I posted it, to the private Facebook group, I wrote, you know, happy Teresa wedding weekend to all who celebrate. And mm-hmm. like, little did I know how much we would actually all be celebrating. <laughs> I thought, I thought one of two scenarios. I mm. thought we were going to get like a tiny bit, maybe from somebody like who accidentally like posted something yeah. or we were going to get nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. I thought because there's been rumors of a Bravo production around this. Yeah, yeah. That cameras for everyone, like phone cameras, were going to be totally down. Like they're yeah. going to be in bags somewhere like when we went to Gaga and Tony. Well, I mean, like at a lot of weddings these days, they ask you to keep your phone away like during the ceremony. Yeah. Not this yeah. one. I mean, one of the the very first photos we saw was like Teresa walking in covered with like, like a curtain around her. Yeah. So I thought that was setting the stage for the day of like, oh, we're not going to really see much of anything. Mm-hmm. And then we, I almost feel like we, I was there. <laughs> it feels like we were there, but like the good thing is I feel like we only really saw, we didn't hear. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I was like clamoring for like, I want the speeches and we got like a few seconds of a speech. Mm-hmm. So there's just so much more to really consume. I, and then like, while I was consuming this, I was like, you know what? Like, if they did something completely different, like a pay-per-view live, just like here it is from start to finish. Oh my god! Footage. I would have paid. <laughs> I would have like we would have canceled our plans on Saturday and instead of bar crawling, sat at your house and watched I, it. That would have been our new plan. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So we kind of have to start with like going into wedding weekend. I don't even, even if, I don't know if we even knew this, like when we recorded last week's episode that Joe and Zia were not going to the wedding. Maybe it was They're, just a rumor at this point. Yeah. They officially didn't go to the wedding and it's still unclear exactly why they didn't go. Yes. There's a lot of rumors out there. There's a lot of rumors out there. And I do think like there's a lot to it. Cause when I heard that they weren't going to go and that it was based off of like something happened during finale taping mm-hmm. a confrontation. I was like, okay, we're really going to see what's what when we see who of the cast ends up showing up. And it seems like everybody except for ZMLS showed up. Like everyone, everyone there, like smiling ear to ear. <laughs> exactly. Because when we heard that Zia wasn't showing up, I was like, okay, there's a there's a chance Margaret won't show up, and there's a bigger chance Jackie won't show up. But yeah. they were there, having the time of their life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like you could go online and, and like read some of the rumors floating around about the Zia Teresa thing. Yeah. It's, like, I will... it's, it's way too much. It's like, it's actually a novel. Once you like uncover what's being said. And we don't know what's true or not, but like yeah. some keywords you can throw in there, like Marge's former friends. Mm. If you go over to Tamara judges, Twitter, she's yes. got some like leads there. You got some but leads. It, there. <laughs> but like, we don't like, I don't want to get into the weeds before. I don't want to get into the weeds before we know for sure. sure some things. Yeah. It's a lot of fan fiction. Yeah. Could be a lot of fan fiction. It's like, if you remember back in like 2013, that blog fame Horgas, mm. it's very, that very reminiscent. Yes, for sure. Yes. Okay. So we know who's not there. Brendan. Who's there. <laughs> okay. So keep me honest as I go through the list from Atlanta, we've got Phaedra parks. Yeah. We've got Cynthia Bailey. Yes. We've got Kenya Moore. Yes. From New York, we've got Dorinda Medley. Yes. We've got Jill Zarin. Yes. From Dubai, we've got Chanel Leon. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> I think, gets an MVP award for me. The way she probably got Zia's actual seat. I know. Like, <laughs> that, like, she's eating Zia's, like, like, if Zia had to pick ahead of time, like, she's having what Zia picked. And not only Chanel, her son was there dancing with Teresa at some point. Of course. She's got to get a plus one. Yeah. So then who else do we have? So from Jersey, obviously we've got Dolores. Yeah. Dolores and Jennifer in the, I almost said the wedding council, the wedding party. (laughs) They're in the council. Um, Like Frank and Frank Jr. are there. Jackie's there. Evan's there. Marge is there. Joe Joseph was there. Oh, the the Jennifer's daughter that loves to ham it up was there. Yes. All the kids are there. Um, Um, The daughters are obviously bridesmaids. Lonnie Love is there. Wait, Lonnie Love... (laughs) crying as Teresa's walking down the aisle. And you know how she got the wedding invite, right? Because they were on Watch Happens Live together. She was on Watch Happens Live with Teresa and Teresa just threw one out. Yeah. And she followed through. Like um, a woman that, of her word. Bob Harper was there. Okay. So then someone that I was like hoping would be there. And I wasn't seeing in like the first round of pictures. 
Alexia from Miami was there. Oh, Alexia Miami was there. Yeah. And she went to the carnival across the street beforehand. I, like, I was like, Alexia, don't you have somewhere to be? <laughs> like, what's, going, <laughs> what's going on? Apparently it was right across the street from like the hotel. Okay. 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 Um, it's interesting is was Kyle Richards invited? She was, and she like responded to a couple of fan things saying that they just bought a new house in Aspen. So she had to like deal with that. Um, the house isn't going anywhere. I know, but she's like adamant on responding to make sure people know that she was invited and she RSVP'd. I know. It's just like, we could have used a little West coast representation. I know we didn't get any, but I think that says more about the West Coast than it does about the East Coast. Uh, you forgot new friend that we mentioned at uh, the bridal shower, Ashley Darby. Ashley Darby was there. Sorry, I forgot. I like I dropped after I did my first two cities. I was like, my brain went sure. blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too much, really. It's it's like a mini Bravo Con, but like uninhibited because we're like in a closed wedding mm, yeah yeah i mean we had we had phaedra styled like beyonce, beyonce wearing the tiffany stone while Shut wearing a, rep, a replica <laughs> tiffany stone as husbands of the show alex has spread misinformation across the internet <laughs> i can't believe I complain like every week about like even the smallest housewives misinformation being like harmful to like the world and there your fucking husband goes. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean to anyone who like believed it for a second, but like. Why would you think that like Phaedra Parks was wearing this to Teresa's wedding when like the last time it was loaned out was for the Oscars for Lady Gaga or whatever? Yeah. As part of like a sponsorship deal, like Lady Gaga, like works Lady Gaga and Beyonce, like are paid reps for Tiffany. The internet has made everyone so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, But like looking iconic, I got to say, either way, like, I feel like I'm one degree of separation from this wedding because somebody I met in P-Town was at this wedding. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Like you were practically there. Yeah. I was yeah, practically yeah. there. Yeah. And I, we got to talk about the, the elephant in the room, which what? is the true iconography of the hair. Oh yes, yes, yes. Everyone's leading with the hair. Which they should. And I will say, somebody texted a group thread we're on about the hair. And I, like, said something. Just, like, when I first saw it, like, first whatever, like, scary. But then, like, honestly, Mm. honestly, it's iconic. And if you say otherwise, you don't get it. Yeah, you really don't get it. You don't get it. Like, you don't get... I'll even argue, like, you don't get, like, being a human and, like, art and, like, Mm -hmm. culture and references (laughs) and, like, New Jersey. Like, you don't get any of those things if you are calling it ugly or something like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, so I I posted a video that I got from, like, Alexia's stories of Teresa playing the drums while Robin S.'s 
Show Me Love, which has been recently like used as a sample in the Beyonce uh, Break Your Soul mm-hmm. uh, song uh, was playing in that video. Like, and I posted, I was like, this is, this is insane. Like, this is a fever dream. And like, people were like responding like, oh, like you don't understand Tri-State wedding. You don't understand New Jersey wedding. You don't understand Italian weddings. And, um, and I wanted, and I like kept my mouth shut, but I'm now saving it for this, this very podcast. It's like, no, 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 I understand. I mean, this is a fever dream in a good way. Like these are yeah. the weddings I grew up going to. <laughs> yeah. You are New Jersey. You are Tri-State. I am Italian. You're Italian. I check, I check all the boxes. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, this This wedding is so similar to the weddings that I was, like, dragged to as a kid um, for, like, family weddings and by my parents. Um, and, like, I absolutely love it. Like, I love, I love the smoke. I love the lasers. I love the big everything. I love the jewels. I love the food. The food, like, I'm sure we'll, we'll really lay eyes on the food like when we have like a Bravo produced footage, but like For the sure. foods I'm sure is amazing. When I was, um, when I saw like people doing videos of some of like the food tables for the cocktail hour, yes, which is yes, like yes, how yes. they do it. Oh yeah. It's like, it brought me back to um, Tim and Train's wedding, a big Jersey wedding with like, you could get any kind of cuisine you wanted to. Yeah. It was like a trip around the world. It was like, yeah, it's just like, I'm sorry. If people think that people, weddings are too big in Jersey. You need to actually like re-examine you wherever you're from <laughs> in the United States and go bigger. Yeah. 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 It's like, you're, you're not doing it enough actually. <laughs> like if you're doing it in a fiddly diddly little barn somewhere <laughs> with like those like Mason jar cocktails I, or whatever. I do, I do think like this wedding is going to change the conversation. Like the conversation has been about barns for like over a decade at this point. Bring us back to the banquet hall. We're getting back to banquet halls, I think. <laughs> Let's go back to the banquet hall. I'm sorry. Like, Jersey is how you mm. should be doing. Like, life sucks, so throw a fucking good wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm not even from New Jersey, though I was conceived in New Jersey, so that okay. kind of counts. Yeah, yeah. You have, like, a little, a little part in you. Yeah. Okay. So, there was, like, fake news after the wedding of Teresa and Louie sending Zia and Joey Gorga a bill like the Monday after this wedding. Which to Jennifer Aiden tweeted mm. yesterday. The official she, spokeswoman. Yes. yes, she is the mouthpiece for the uh, for the clan. She said, uh, I just saw some wackadoo hashtag fake news and Teresa and Louie would never be so petty. Hashtag facts. I mean, the fa- like... Whoever like cooked up the story, like I would have waited a few days because you're saying Monday morning, like like they were still having wedding activities on Sunday. Like the first thing that they had, they like drank they drank their coffee and then like sent over the bill that morning. Well, it was radar themselves cooking it up, so it's like they it was the team. Mm. We need to put something up and yeah. what's been going on over the weekend. Let's make sure. up some fan fiction. Hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I, I've ranked Jersey very high in the past few years of like, at the end of the year, like what were my favorite cities Mm -hmm. that year? It's usually like between Potomac and 
and Jersey with like Miami coming in with a surprise win this past year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like, I cannot wait for Jersey to air. It's going to throw us for a loop in a way that we like, don't know what's coming for us. Like we, with all the rumors going around, which is the good thing about Jersey. It's like, there's a lot of people involved. So there's rumors flying. Oh, our biggest fans. It's like fun to like try to figure out what's what. And I can't wait to see what actually is on the makes film. Okay. Question. Cause like I could see this going so many different ways. And like uh, this was thrown for another loop today when Dolores like posted something on Instagram, like, well, that's a wrap for this season, blah, blah, blah. Like, so is this going to be part of the season? Is this going to be a special? So I've heard people say four part special, but then I also heard somewhere one part special or one episode special. See, I I would think one episode special akin to like when the when they when the Jujiches went to Italy for that one episode. Yeah, because here's the thing with a four part part special. That stuff is what like that stuff that would occur during a four part special is going to be blended in with the filming of this season. Everything else. Yeah. Cause they, like they just wrapped on Jersey. The finale party was like a night, two nights before the wedding. Yeah. I vote two hour, one episode special. Mm. And we have like more with the other housewives who are in the room. Like okay. the, the non New Jersey housewives. So okay. there's like yes, a, yes, 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 them yes, yes. more baked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not just, like, in the background. Yeah, and maybe, like, maybe we're breaking fourth wall a little bit to tell the Melissa and Joe story, too. Yeah. Okay, are the other housewives mic'd? I don't think so, but I don't Mm. know. Let's get some booms in there. Let's get some booms in there. Okay. I mean, it's already happened. A lot of things to to think about, a a lot of questions to ask. I mean, in the day of Ultimate Girls Trip, if you're not miking the girls from other cities as they're walking in the door, like, that's yeah. on you. Yeah, that's, you, like, you should have learned a lesson by now. Exactly. Get a mic on Ashley Darby, please. Okay. Um, we have some unprecedented news this week dropping. Well, we we saw it coming because it was, like, announced during, like, an upfronts thing, but, like, mm-hmm. half the time, half that stuff doesn't even see the light of day. Sure. From People Magazine, Real Girlfriends in Paris trailer, Bravo's new series follows American expats in the city of love. So they have like a a two minute trailer. Then like, so I didn't watch this until tonight, actually. Okay. Um, Yesterday I saw on Twitter, like a one minute version, which is almost like a completely different trailer in like tone and content. So Mm -hmm. seek out both if you have not watched both. But from People Magazine, it's Emily in Paris meets Sex in the City for Bravo's newest reality series. Mm. The network is heading to the City of Light and the City of Love next month with its newest series, Real Girlfriends in Paris, which follows a friend group of six young American expats living, laughing, and loving in the French destination. People has the exclusive premiere of the trailer for the new show, which debuts September 5th, which is a Monday... 9.15 p.m. after Supersize Below Deck Mediterranean. Now, I don't love that because, number one, a 9 p- 9.15 premiere time for a new show. Not loving that. Number two... But after Below Deck, hello. Number two, it's premiering on Labor Day, which is, like, not ideal. Sure. Yeah. So, 
I watched the trailer and I will say, I wouldn't call it Emily in Paris meets Sex and the City just from the trailer. I want to mm. be an optimist and I want to throw this out there because I think I've seen a lot of people rolling their eyes at yeah. like this and this announcement, but I'm being an optimist and I'm throwing this out there and I want to say it looks more like Emily in Paris meets Gallery Girls. Yes. It just like, these girls are the, seem like they could potentially be the heirs to the gallery girl franchise they're giving gallery they're giving gallery they're giving girl (laughs) they're giving they're (laughs) certainly giving girl how do you feel about like the the real girlfriends how do you feel about that it's interesting because i think that what bravo's maybe thinking is like We've tried so many of these like ensemble series with new, completely different names that haven't quite worked out. So maybe we should try to tie it a little more to our already like huge successful franchise, but with a new spin. Yeah. It's kind of like, this is the, like the total other, other direction of remember when we almost had like ladies of Dallas. Well, well, that, but also, uh, winter charms. Remember that like fucked up name yeah, yeah, for yeah, Winter yeah, House yeah. originally? Yeah, where it was like a mishmash of ideas. Like this is just like okay, Real Housewives, but they're young, so they're girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think it's smart. I think it's smart. I like the timing for the premiere isn't ideal, but like to put it after um, Below Deck, another young person show. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. And this is also going to be like probably a more. Hookup uh, culture. Like more palatable for the heterosexual eye. Because heterosexual eyes love straight hookup culture. Yeah. 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 And it feels like there's a lot of straight hookup culture in this trailer. Like a heterosexual man is not looking for like the old gals on Housewives. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're like Jax Taylor. Remember what the rumors about him and Ramona back in the day? Oh, I how could I forget? <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's Real Girlfriends. We'll, we'll tune in. We're not going to make any promises because if they're flops, we're out of here. We'll touch on it, obviously. Like, we'll, like, investigate. But, like, I, I, why don't you start it with us? Mm. And, like, let's see if we can get some, some momentum behind, like, one of these series. Yeah, let's see. Okay. Let's kick it over to a show that has some momentum right now. Now that we're in Jamaica, Atlanta. A lot of momentum. Jeez. I mean, we'll get to it, but candy. Oh my God. Wow. She's starting. Yeah. Uh, okay. But before we get, get to Atlanta, we have like a few little scenes, but the one that really, for me was like the big, one of the big moments of this whole episode really was the saga of the Drew and Ralph book coming out, continuing. It is, I can't believe, I cannot believe this. Oh, I, Just, what's, funny, what's funny to me is that like Drew, like Drew, Drew has already lived this life in, in the scene and then goes on Watch What Happens Live trying to give anybody life advice. <laughs> it, to me, it's so wild for a couple of reasons because like last year we were introduced to Ralph and I was like from off the bat I was like oh my god hottest hus- house husband ever yada mm. yada yada yeah then we find out all about Tampa yeah then like I'm kind of starting to see him in a new light this year I like 
feelings from last year are washing away. I'm like, oh, you're attractive. But then this comes like a huge wave to me. And mm. I'm like, what are we doing? You're like trying to, okay, profit off of your relationship with Drew and her child, mm-hmm. yet- Your not, stepson. Yeah, your stepson, yet not wanting to- like go through on this adoption thing, yet also like not letting Drew in on anything that you're writing in this book, but you have this other woman in the room who is like your confidant, who you like, <laughs> who knows everything about the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the two of you are sitting there with all the information and Drew sitting there and knowing nothing. <laughs> well, it almost felt like the editor came over like, like, surprise, Drew. Like, we have a visitor. Like, did Drew know this woman was coming today? <laughs> it's wild across the board. Okay, but there, there, okay, so there's more to it, too. Like, okay, Drew does not know the contents of this book. That's crazy. Then you want her to write the forward. So, like, she doesn't even know what what's in the book. So how is she writing a forward to, like, a mystery book? Right, exactly. Agatha Christie over here is supposed to we figure got- it out herself? <laughs> yeah. And then, okay. So I think the, the adoption thing is a little bit more complicated. Sure. Sure. I I, just like looped that in because it's just like, there's a lot. Well, no, I think, I think like I can understand the feeling of like, okay, I've had this conversation with his biological father who feels a way about this, but the missing ingredient in this is shouldn't Drew have been clued into this conversation Right. But like, is, is it, this like a, is this like a thing where like men have conversations about things and the women oh yeah. shouldn't be there? No, it's like, move along. The men are talking. Yeah. Like you women go over there. We're going to go into this dark room and smoke cigars. Like we're on the Titanic. <laughs> Didn't that happen on the Titanic? Uh, I mean, as I, as I've mentioned before, I've only seen bits and pieces, which it happened on the Titanic. And then Jack and Rose went underground to steerage and then they danced with the people. And then they Mm -hmm. went and hooked up in a car and then the iceberg hit. And then that was history. Uh, And then we found the, the, the the diamond in the end. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's like, there's a lot where if I was drew, I'd be like really annoyed, but she's just kind of like going along with the flow. (laughs) Because, I mean, at the end of the day, Drew is a great improv artist where she's yes-anding, yes even anding to her own demise. Yes. Is she getting wow. a check if she writes a foreword, or is she just like, no? <laughs> well, hopefully, like, the money for this book is going into their joint account, I would love. Do you think they have a joint account? <laughs> uh, he definitely good. has a separate one. There's definitely in t- in a Tampa. separate account with a lot of money in that account, <laughs> yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So Sonia's hosting this trip. And it's like important that we all get there on time. And lo and behold, Ross doesn't have his passport when we're on our way. <laughs> that's a that's hor- that's a horrible, horrible fear of mine. Um yeah. Just any situation where you don't have the proper identification while you're in route is so stressful. I do mm. think I'll give him credit. He got in an Uber by himself. He didn't make them like take the bus back. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I mean, like even while watching this, I was like, oh, maybe I should check my passport, even though I'm not going anywhere international anytime soon. Like, yeah. I just had like the, the itch to go check it. Yeah. Go check it. Yeah. Go check it. Okay. 
so as we all know, and I think it does bear repeating, this is a couple's trip. <laughs> Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're all in the van. And like this trip feels insane to me in that we have like 20 people in the van. I know. Is How is Bravo paying for all this? They just might have more budget because Atlanta's more successful. Is it iFit? Is iFit paying for part of this trip? Because we keep mentioning iFit. Probably. I don't know yeah. how the budgets work. It's like we, we've always tried to get down to the, like the nitty gritty and it's never one thing. It's never one specific thing. Yeah. It's always like a someone pays this part or some, if this is happening, like this gets paid for yeah. this way. Like the yeah. hotel sometimes pays, the hotel sometimes doesn't pay, that type yeah. of thing. Uh, yeah, so... Kenya, of course, the one that we had to remind so often that this is a couple's trip, Kenya, her plus one had to drop out last minute. Good. Yeah. Which actually Who, ends up being like for the best, really. Who cares? Like, are they, do they have to sleep in a room with their plus one? Because I'd want to go alone too. Mm. Well, okay. So we have Sheree as a friend, a female friend. Mm-hmm. Marlo as a man who I couldn't like really wrap my head around. Like, is this a gay man or not? I couldn't tell either, but I like assumed. Yeah. And who else do we have? Oh, we have Manietta, who like we've only really just recently met with her husband. Her husband, yeah. And I only recently learned Manietta's ex is Neo. Yeah, I think it was mentioned early in her introduction. Yeah. But I was listening to another podcast recently where they like reminded me of it. Yeah. Like they have two children together. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, interesting dynamics. A lot of people, I like Manietta, like her confessionals later in the episode. I'm like, I can see you doing this. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not, but I'm not, not, I don't want to root for anyone because everyone I root for fails. Yeah. Uh, we're arriving to the hotel. I feel like we got like, more scene than I really needed about like Todd explaining the reason he's not drinking. Yeah. They kept on landing on that. Like they landed on it three times individually. Yeah. And I was like, it's, it's not like, Oh my God. Todd, like Todd, where's your drink? Like, uh, I, it's not like a thing I've come to expect of you. So I wouldn't even notice if he didn't have a drink. Yeah. And also like he's candy's partner. So it's like, yeah, she doesn't really drink, so yeah. that's not really that weird to me. Maybe it comes up later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. But I, did I could actually like... see it coming up later with how Marlo's behaving. Oh, my God. I did kind of love how cranky Candy was getting, <laughs> like, <laughs> wanting to get to her room. Also, like, why if one golf cart has to take a detour, do we all have to go? Yeah, yeah. Don't the drivers, like, know the campus? No, they don't know where they're going. <laughs> Oh, I guess because Sonia was in the first car and she, yeah. they were going to her room yeah. ahead of it for some reason. Yeah, I don't. So I didn't understand, Stan, like, why are we going to Sonia's room to go eat, like, fresh out of arriving in the lobby? Like, I want to get to my room and, like, maybe, like, wash my face. I think, like, this group, this is, this happens a lot with this group. We arrive at a hotel, we go have a little meal. Yeah. somewhere yeah we, like, you're disperse. right yeah like so many times they arrive somewhere wearing what they wore in the plane and then they just like get get to it maybe it's like we arrive we eat we digest go take a shit get ready oh and my then, god like, go to the sh- <laughs> but except 
Insurance came doesn't up. stick though. Insurance doesn't <laughs> stick. <laughs> okay, we have to we do have to acknowledge Kenya picking up the man en route to the the room. John from Britain. Yeah. Which I gotta say, like, when we met him on the golf cart, I was like, oh, like, really? Okay, sure. But then, like, once he came over to the room and they were chatting and splitting a Red Bull, Red Bull, I, like, I felt more in, into it. Yeah. At first, when he walked in with the Red Bull, I was like, what? And then I remembered, I was like, she'd said in her text that she was a little tired. Mm-mm-mm. Thoughtful, King. Uh, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like there must have been some communication between them that she was like, bring a Red Bull, bring a Red Bull, yeah, because like drinking the the Red Bull and the wine glass, yeah, I, I felt a little crazy. Some people, Red Bull is like such a big part of their lives. To me, I mean, I I used to like dabble in a Red Bull vodka, but like it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm drinking it all night. Like I would have one. Right. Yeah. Maybe when I was like in my early twenties, but then yeah. that, it like got too scary. Yeah. I f- it does make you feel a little crazy. I think I like, I barely, I don't drink coffee a lot anymore and I like barely have caffeine now. So the thought of a Red Bull is like, it'll give you wings. <laughs> it'll give me like too, too many wings. Like I'll be up in heaven if they let me well, in. Uh, yeah. So we're kind of all just like hanging out in Sonia's room, eating, hanging out, blah, blah, blah. And we're finally allowed to go to our own rooms. We have to get ready for dinner. And this dinner. This dinner. Okay. First of all, there was something like confusing about the way the cameras were set. Because mm. we only had two angles down one side of the table one way, down the other side of the table the other way. So like... Was I the only one getting confused, like, where people were looking while they were fighting? Uh, now that you mention it, yeah, I could see what you're saying. It, it felt was like, like we were looking in every which way. Yeah. Maybe not only two angles, but, like, the two, like, further angles, obviously, because they were in a restaurant that had other people, were, like, you can only look down two ways of the table. That's such well, yeah. a weird little specific thing, but. Oh, no, you're right, because, like, it looked like, like, Marla was looking down, and it looked like Todd and Candy were looking down. So, like, yeah. we're both looking down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Wow. Uh, okay, so it starts. I just wanted to get to like what sparks this, and it's Sheree asking Ralph about the book. Yes. Okay. Then Ralph explaining the situation, the the adoption situation, and what we talked about earlier, like why he can't necessarily like adopt Drew's or his stepchild. Yeah right now because of the biological dad does not want him to do that. Yeah. And to me, I feel like I've spent the last few weeks trying to like pull as many strings as I can to defend Marlo in every which way Uh, I possibly can. Yeah. At this venture, I'm out. Cause I'm like, I just don't know why you're the one to like go ask those questions. Like in, I'm like with Candy full force in this fight because I'm like, yeah, you have no like thing to stand on or try to attack him on this with what's going on in your life. And I'm not a parent. So like, I'm, I'm not in this fight anyways, but like I saw what Candy saw. Yeah. Well, okay. So she tried to use her experience as a foster child to say like, 
why he must do this. And it's kind of like, <laughs> like she should be staying out of their stuff and people should be, well, I mean, that's like the opposite of housewives. Like we're not staying out of each other's stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. But she's but like, I could see her so aggressive over it. I could see her like the one, like if the only part of her story was the only part of her story that was relevant here was herself being a foster yeah. child. I could see where she would, was coming from. Like, cause that's like what, that is a hurt that she probably has. Sure. sure, sure and sure. like, if that was standalone without everything else that's going on this season, you yeah. get it. But it's like, she's accusing him of basically abandoning a kid. Yeah. And what she was doing, which he isn't because it's like the kid is living in a home with like loving parents. Right. Family and, members. And family members and like what we've seen from Marlo the past several episodes is like her pushing away temporarily these children. So yeah. it's like, I don't get what she's trying to do. And it's like, it's so, it's so messy and bad and she's not prepared for what she's getting herself into. Yeah. So, I mean, Candy's chiming in to kind of like defends Ralph POV, which Marlo then goes to, Todd and Mama Joyce. <laughs> we're going, we're going, we're doing the Wayback Machine. <laughs> so this spurs on like just a crazy chain of events with like the flashbacks to Africa, Marlo throwing the money in the club mm -hmm. in Africa. Todd talk when then like when Todd gets sucked in, he's talking about like. Marlo, like, you were nobody's friend. You paid to be on this show. You paid to be on this show. <laughs> like, somebody who was in production at the time saying that somebody paid to be on this show, that, that is the most interesting thing I've heard this season of Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, like, she didn't, she did not pay. I Like, I think, I wonder if, like, we're kind of like not really using the right words with this, but like, I think what he's trying to say without like completely ruining the Bravo mystique is like, you were no one's friend. You were just brought on this show as a character. And they showed that you had, were lavish and had a lot of money. So yes. like you were willing to like flash your flash money, money and yes, come yeah. on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I hate to break it to everyone, but like, People who come on Friend or Housewave at this point, most of them don't know the other people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's like Marlo also did that a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Taylor Armstrong made Adrienne Maloof her daughter's <laughs> goddaughter after like being hired on the show. Sorry, yeah. I keep on thinking about that recently for some reason. I know. He brought it up like many weeks. <laughs> okay. Um, Marlo saying saying that Todd called Candy a country bumpkin <laughs> <laughs> when they first met. And Todd's like, I never even spoke to you. <laughs> I know. And I did like Candy kind of like being like, well, if he thought that about me before we met, like when, and like, they're all nodding towards this being a production, right? Like yeah. they're all nodding towards him knowing that he's was a producer and yada, yada. And she's like, if that's what he thought of me. Like when he, first got hired to be on the show or whatever he still married me and we've been together yeah. 10 years later yeah. what did she call marlo at the end of the episode like 
Oh, goodbye, nice lonely, lonely lady. Goodbye, lonely lady. <laughs> that was so funny. That was actually like the funniest. I was laughing out loud during that. When Candy gets activated, the most iconic moments on Atlanta come out. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like, okay, Marlo's being so terrible, but like, thank you, Marlo. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Marlo. <laughs> it was like, Candy's been like, n- not really exciting me that much but this week she was like firing firing in all cylinders yeah i mean like a lot of people are putting down marlo and like they should because her behavior is not great but it's also like we need people to do things on this show yeah well actually i mean the other thing is is like i'm kind of glad there's so many people in the room and and so much going on because like yeah we've kind of been having the same back and forth between the same people over and over yeah like uh, kenya and Marlo, uh, Sheree and Drew, and Drew yeah. like Drew and Sonya. I did like, there were a couple quiet moments like Kenya during the big fight while Marlo was like making an ass of, her, ass of herself towards Candy, just like saying to Sheree, not even like a antagonistic way, but more of like a, we're f- like, we're like friendly now, but I need you to see the behavior. She kept on going, yeah. like, that's your friend. That's yeah, your yeah, friend. Yeah, 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 and it yeah, wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like Kenya being like Kenya and making a yeah. thing about it. It was more was like I'm trying to be an ally to watch out for you because I want to be your friend. So you need mm-hmm. to watch out for your friend. And it mm-hmm. seems like in next week's episode, like it's like Kenya defending Sheree, which I like, which is be another interesting dynamic. Yeah. I um, love how Kenya's new boyfriend ran away. <laughs> he, the this. way that he ran away, I was like, did production make him run away just for like another hit against Kenya? No. I don't know. Uh, I will say, I was enjoying Sonia this season, but on vacation, Sonia's kind of like my least favorite kind of vacation host person. Oh, in what way? Just like, she's like, just like doing the thing where like, oh, well, like everyone who's nice to me will get the good rooms. And then she's like being too much of a planner and wants to like have everything Mm -hmm. perfect. Even goes back to like her doing like that. Everyone needs to have like a couple on this trip and like that kind of thing when it's like, we can just go on a trip and it doesn't need to be that serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, I wonder with Sonia what's going to happen. And and like what's so funny to me, I'm sure I've said this, like the fact that we almost lost Drew, because like she, I feel like there was a world where she would not have been coming back if not for the fact that Portia and Cynthia were gone. Yeah, but like I'm loving the Drew mess. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm happy we have Drew. Actually, yeah, I'm yeah, happy right. we have Drew. Wow. All right, why don't we kick it over to Beverly Hills? Yeah, let's. This was a chaotic episode from start to finish Mm -hmm. starting in the dentist office. Exactly. And like, I, we have touched on this charity homeless, not toothless with Dari, I think via social media. I have never noticed her talk about this. So like the name of the charity, I think like a lot of people like Kyle was, it's a little like surprising the name. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously like there is some good intent there, but it's like the naming of, well, they're homeless, but at least they're not toothless. Yeah. It feels like 
I don't know. It feels like a charity Dorit would yeah. like be on the board for. Well, especially because I think we are trying to move away from the term homeless as well. Yeah. In like the past few years, I think. So, yeah. Interesting that it's like a Sharon Stone production. And she's just like knocking on doors. Yeah. And I was looking at the website and um, their ambassadors are William H. Macy and Felicity Huffman. Yeah. So we got a ragtag bunch Mm -hmm. on board for this. Okay, yeah. So we had that. Uh, We had Crystal visiting Sutton at Sutton. So we're not calling it the Sutton concept anymore. It's just Sutton. Oh, well, does it say the Sutton concept outside or, or I don't know. I don't know, but I think like also Sutton has moved away from calling it the Sutton concept. Yeah. Now that she's like the number one doll in West Hollywood, yeah. I keep on seeing things of like her at the Abbey, her with Kim Chi driving yes. around. Yes, yes, like, yes. Like Sutton like is actually maybe taking the throne from Lisa Vanderpump as the queen of West Hollywood. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so we had, maybe it was a Sutton concept at one point, but those like leaves on the wall have covered concept. So it's yes. just, we got Sutton. Yes. And, um, and it's great for her to have like a venue to film at outside of the home. For sure. I just wish the thing I wish about Sutton is I wish she was just a little better at communication because that's, that's like, that's her, her weakness and her strength. I know I it, it is both, but it's like this conversation with Crystal was like, a nice conversation, but I just feel like Sutton sometimes like tries to do things with her eyes or like with like a mm, yeah. touch of the hair that like, I just wish she came across a little more compassionate. Mm, yeah. But, but like, I don't think like she looked horrible in this scene. She no, obviously no, no. didn't because she was like on the right side of history here. But I just like, there's like a wish as a, as a slight slutton, there's like a wish list I have for her before I can like go in all in like I am with like a Giselle or a Shannon. As a heavy slutton, I'm just happy to be here. Um, yeah. And I love like Sutton offering Crystal a job at Sutton. I know. Like what the fuck? But we did get to learn that Crystal worked for Victoria's Secret for like an hour and then, and then went, went across, across the street. The street. Yeah. Or across the mall, so whatever that shoe store is. Yeah. I mean, it, we're kind of stretching out this Crystal storyline over more episodes than I really expected it to be. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also kind of the nature of the these string of episodes of, like, everyone just constantly has, has COVID. Like, this episode, Sheree has COVID. So, I know. Like, when they show us the timeline of like past scenes, it's like three weeks earlier, six weeks earlier. And for us, that was only like two episodes earlier. I know literally like Sutton walks into uh, the party later and she sees Diane and she's like, I haven't seen you in forever. It was like, Oh, was that like six weeks ago? We were all together in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I I think we're going to get more with Crystal and the eating disorder next week. But I think this week was the kind of like the first time in a few episodes that she was really getting a chance to speak about it in the confessional. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, the Asher Diana thing, <laughs> as you're welcoming her with the song and, and her being like, 
Like I just love when he surprise when he like surprises me. He doesn't even know I'm in the house. Just I mean, performing. Like we all got the call sheet, girl. We know that like you're on it. <laughs> Asher's on it, and the piano's on it, and the crew, in the, <laughs> and in the, the crew. <laughs> oh, my it's God. like. Uh, I don't know. Like she wasn't given a lot this episode. And I think that actually does her a little better though. We get like corny scenes like this. Yeah. I mean, we did after the performance was done, we kind of had like a conversation about, uh, Oh, we're like still possibly having more children even moving forward. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, We have a little, stretching party at in kyle's tennis court yeah we're just using any space we can that we have because it's like it's this is height of covid oh yeah december 2021 where like everyone i know was getting it well yeah i mean i think at this point uh when erica shows up she's like oh you still have your your christmas stuff up so we're in i think we're firmly in january we're in january okay yeah uh but i mean it's so interesting how like maybe one season before for like Beverly Hills and the other shows, like production would be shut down for months. Mm-hmm. Whereas like this season, it's kind of like, all right, who do we got? Let's just fill this. <laughs> yeah. People are dropping, but we're like moving on. Like yeah. it's, it's like we're testing everyone as much as we can. And if we lose some people, whatever, yeah, that's, that's, that's not lose people as, as in dying, but like lose yeah. people to like quarantine. It's like, oh, it's like the mystery of like the 10 person cast. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe, maybe that was a reason for that. And like, maybe like that was, would have been the answer for like the bigger cities. Right. It's like, we should have maybe done that early on in New York. Oh my God. I know. Especially like I, I said this once Bethany left, like, where did the Bethany money go to? Exactly. Leah Mob? It did not go to Leah Mob. Vershawn? <laughs> no, it went to Vershawn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, as you mentioned, Kyle's like laughing about the charity at when it, when it's brought up. Um, and we're kind of like dancing around some more of like, who is Erica dating? But we kind of are dispelling like the, the army hammer insinuation when she says like the man's older than me, but younger than Tom. Yeah. On a interesting day for this episode to come out because it's also the same day that the army hammer documentary trailer dropped. Exactly. And then at the same time, the new Timothy Chalamet movie from the guy who did call me by your name is about cannibalism in the trailer for that drop today too. Yeah, scary. A scary time for us. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So it's kind of all just leading to the big event. Yeah, the black and gold party. The black and gold party, which like Dorit wanted to set the women up for success. That was her thought process behind this. I think that's smart. Yeah. I actually like her outlook for a theme. Oh, yeah. I think it was great. Like, at least we're not doing like a flapper party for this charity. Exactly. Like this theme can be interpreted so many ways. Like you can go any way with it. Like we go the Erica route where she's wearing like a black dress and a brown fur and like the gold is in the shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, Garcelle, I think. Oh yeah. Understood the assignment. An iconic fashion moment. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? It's kind of like 
Drag Race is doing these themes now, but on Drag Race, I want something more like insane and hyper specific. Yeah, agreed. Um, Garcelle and Dorit, I think, hit it out of the park. Oh, I mean, Dorit, that was fashion. That was, I mean, look it up. It was vintage something. Vintage it was vintage something. someone. I think like Balmain. Is that somebody? <laughs> no, is that no, a fashion? No. Well, it is a fashion, but I think it, I I could be wrong. And maybe this is an Italian mispronunciation. Vintage Cavalli, I want to say. Roberto Cavalli. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have Kathy showing up with Dwight. And us getting another gay Dwight in the Housewives franchise that's been around longer than we thought, just like in the wings. Lingering in the background, pushing and nearly killing Ken into a very shallow pool. What's that term? What's the thing called? A shelf of some sort? Oh, like a Baja shelf? Is that what the Baja shelf? Yes. I think that was like an early, not to name another Housewives podcast, bitch sesh thing that they obsessed over was the Baja shelf. Okay, okay. But is this like such a common thing, the Baja shelf? I only know it through bitch sesh talking about Mm. that season. Okay, okay. But it's like, like you you introduced me to that podcast, so I would think you would know the reference, but I guess not. You have, you're getting older, your memory is waning. (laughs) Wow. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I mean, Kathy's like, are, we, we have plenty on Kathy, but Kathy's already like putting the foot in her mouth, being like, oh, yes, teeth. Very important. Need it. You need it to speak, really. <laughs> it's almost as if like Kathy, like since last season, after hearing the reception, like the mm. critically good reception of like, yeah. everyone loves you being a ditz. Like she like listened to Sheryl Sandberg and was like, I'm going to lean in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll get to why that has become a bigger problem later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, like, PK and Maurice are all over each other this episode. They're they're two sisters. So normally, like, when, when it's like, okay, we have the, the husbands all at the event. Like, the husbands will all congregate together. But Maurice and PK could not be bothered with any of the other men at this party. I know they just love he. They just like want to give kisses to each other. Give gifts, give kisses. Mm-hmm. Like while we're in the throes of the the fight, like they they have their arms wrapped around each other. I like know. In an embrace. And then it's like Mauricio has kind of learned from Kyle, like to like stir shit. Mm-hmm. He's oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. putting out comments more, more and more these days. Yeah. Although I think PK was kind of stirring some shit where it was like, okay, who's looking the best? Yeah, and then they like then Maurice says Kyle, and, and then PK's like, like no 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 like not including wives. So then Maurice is kind of going down the line, like he's I'll say your wife. Although like yeah, I, I feel like a lot of the viewers are picking up like Maurice Dorit vibes these days. It felt like they were editing some Maurice Dorit vibes almost because like it would always linger when they were talking on Dorit. And it seemed like she was like sexily looking over at them talking about Mm. her or the situation. Yeah. And it's like interesting, but then I'm also like, both of y'all got it wrong. It's obviously Garcelle. Mm. Like she's the clear winner here. Except, you know, with, when it comes to PK, like he has a very, I think 
well-known crush on Erica at this point. Right. And she's wearing a very short skirt that he pointed out. And like yeah. that, that harkens back to their first feud. Yeah. It's almost like he was actually crushing her on her during the feud. Right. You Do know? you think that he is the friend? It's not Army Hammer. It's PK. Oh my God. No, I hope not. Please. How about well, him with getting those his... new teeth? That's why. I know. <laughs> How about him getting his DUI on in route from a dinner with uh, John Legends? Oh yeah, and Lionel, and Lionel Richie. Richie. Well, you know what's kind of kind of crazy for him is like the way he's referring it, referring to the incident as a DUI. Cause like he actually got out of it and was not charged with a DUI. Isn't that, isn't that the fact? I don't think he has a media training to like, but it, it isn't he a publicist manager? <laughs> like... He's not, he's a manager. I don't think he's a publicist. A but like, that's like a hop skip. I think <sighs> you'd if be you're surprised managing, if you're managing. I would think like, okay, if you're managing and then like something goes wrong, you're like, okay, team. Let's get together and like talk about how we are going to handle this. No, I know, but famously, don't like those teams always fight. It's always like the publicist mm. versus the oh, manager versus yeah, yeah, yeah. like when people have a team, it's always like conflict. I sure, think. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, good point, good point, Brendan. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. What else? Um. Well, the the big fight at the dinner. Yeah. I mean, first of all, like these like nice people come from the charity and like, oh my God. they're these like two nice women and I just like, and then the dentist and his wife come and the yeah. wife is friends with Crystal. Crystal, I'm telling you, I've I said think- it before. She's the number one girl in the group. Number one girl in LA. Well, no, there's a new number one girl. And that's Sutton. <laughs> oh yeah. But like, no, but I mean like in Crystal's various other friend groups, like the mm-hmm. ones that are actually real, not the TV friend group. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, she, she has so many friends. So of course she is best friends with the dentist's wife or whatever. But so we've got these like other players in the room and then Kyle starts stirring shit and Kyle's getting messy. Oh my God. This season is the season of Kyle being messy and not like knowing how to sweep everything under the rug. Like she used to be able to. I, I applaud it. I think like, this is what I was missing from Kyle all those years. Like, what what was annoying me back in the day was when she would like kind of do it, but not like, like full throated. Is that mm-hmm. the word? Yeah, you it know? is. That, yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, uh, uh, like, like kind of stirring shit, but then like running away. Like here, she's just like laughing about it. Like she's literally turning to Sutton and like trying to talk about it. Then Sutton's like, we shouldn't be doing this at dinner. Yeah, and yeah. then she literally just like turns to the rest of the table and starts it again. But- and. What's funny is like Garcelle being like, Kyle, like you are shit stirring. But meanwhile, like whenever it's not Kyle shit stirring, it's Garcelle. It's Garcelle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, but Garcelle's, I think, Garcelle's better at it, like doing it more stealthily. Yeah. She's slicker. She's slicker. Yeah. But I, I, I thought it was actually just so funny, like screaming across this U-shaped table. <laughs> I know. Like, why do we have a U-shaped table? It's not like there's people in the middle doing anything. I know. It's, it's almost as if we were like set up for a fashion show or something. Yeah. So, like, but even when, up and down. when we had the fashion show last season or whatever, whatever the moment was, yeah, they the were moment. in like a normal table in the same yeah. venue. Yeah. And then like... PK and Dorit are freaking out because it's time to bring out 
Melissa mid fight. <laughs> it's like the loudest fight too. First of all, it's like they're screaming at each other. <laughs> well, because they're so far away. I know, but it's like it's so dumb, and it's like Rena wants a public apology to Harry Hamlin. It seems like what she wants every week is changing too. It's like. I want you to reveal the true reason why you said this. And now it's like, I want you to make a public apology and like to the world, which if you apologize to her on the show while you're filming, that's the public apology. Exactly. Then she wants wants the public apology. No, she wants the apology to Harry to which Sutton does a reading in confessional with her, her little cute glasses. (laughs) I love when Sutton reads. It's like one of her greatest skills, I would say. And the fact that she described the, um, the cat's emoji with the little kissy face. Yeah. 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 Excellent work in that confessional. Excellent work. But then to have like Melissa Etheridge hiding upstairs, like how'd they get her up there? Has she been up there all night? Is she gonna jump from there? <laughs> Is she gonna jump from there? But like, Mike, that's like, how, really, how did they get her up there? I would, I would think actually, in this house, it's possible that there's like two stairways to the upstairs. Okay, or like one of those like dumb waiters. Yeah, they <laughs> like they, have her like scrunching. They pulled her up. <laughs> <laughs> they they had her scrunched up and pulled her up. No, uh, and like. It's all, it's like kind of jarring when we have a real song played on this, on these shows. I know. I was like, I was expecting just like not a real song and I was happy that we got the real song. Yeah. Cause I I was kind of thinking more even during this episode about how like, oh, you know, I can't wait for Teresa's wedding to air, but so much of a wedding is like the music that's going on and we're not going to be getting any of that, you know? That's true. But like. Dance floor, you can like pretend, but like Melissa Etheridge, you need yeah. the lyrics because like that's actually like what brings people together. That's what makes like it powerful. Like everyone knows that song. Everyone knows yeah. the other Melissa, like of yeah. the Bravo franchises. Now she's overtaking Zia as the mm-hmm. the one true Melissa. Wow, wow, yeah. So we get that, and then we kind of have like the Lisa Rinna breakdown, which like I don't know, I. I really did feel for Rinna in this and I could actually see, I know that like you can't take the soap actress out of Rinna, but I also do really think that there is like true real grief here. And like, I think she just like everyone goes through grief in a very different way. And like hers is like acting up in like the way she knows best, which is like soap Rinna and housewives Rinna. Yeah. And she's like so, calling herself out on that, which is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I do really hope like we can put this fight to an end because it's truly like the biggest thing out of nothing. It's like so stupid at this point, but it's also like the thing I like about this fight is that it's like it's so low stakes. Mm, yeah, yeah. And like it's like up and down, like where they can like put it to rest and then like it comes up again but it's like it's nothing serious it's like about a table at a charity function yeah but the thing is is if like if it was so bad well i guess like in rena's point of view like oh she has a different perspective of what actually happened yeah but i would like not want to keep bringing it up because then it like there 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 will be people who will think i'm 
I was wrong, you know? Yeah, and I mean, like, if you wanted to go deeper with it, it's like, like, Sutton could have gone to the level of, like, well, you didn't want to pay this charity, which does, like, amazing work for, like, AIDS research and, like, all that stuff. Like, she Mm -hmm. could have gone there, but she never did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I had fun. I had fun, too. Yeah. Shall we head on over to a hen party in Dubai? Yeah. I, like, want to hear your thoughts because I got a text from you mid-episode, and I didn't necessarily agree. Okay. So, I think, like, I was just having so much fun on Beverly Hills Mm -hmm. that... It's almost like I'm, a, I'm maybe a little worn out. And then I'm like comparing apples to oranges, gold to diamonds. Yes. You know? <laughs> you said you like texted something like this Dubai episode is like floppy on us so far or something like that. And yeah. I was like, I was having a good time. Yeah. And I think you are comparing like apples to oranges, gold bars to diamonds, whatever. Yeah. Because I think it's like we're still such a young franchise where I'm like, these girls are like truly just getting to know each other. Yeah. And this trip is like girls getting to know each other trip, not like best friends trip. And I I don't want to like sound like I'm making excuses for this show, but I thought it was a fun episode regardless. Mm -hmm. So there was a reference where Ayan makes at some point how like Lisa used to be closer to, and I thought I heard her say Nina, but in the context of what was going down in the episode, it would make more sense. Caroline Brooks. Wait, Lisa used to be closer to Nina. Yeah. I think that's what she said because it was in the context. That comment was in the context of Nina staying with Caroline Stanbury in the same room. Oh, okay. I thought the, I thought it was brought up in terms of Brooks screaming like, uh, your tongue is up her ass or whatever. No, no, no. It was, that was in the context of, because Stanberry and Nina, for some reason, were the only two who shared a room. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. So that was in the context of that. And I think she was like, maybe Lisa will be jealous of Nina or whatever. Because mm-hmm. like, remember at the beginning of the season, like Nina had formerly like hated Stanberry. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. It's confusing. It's like these brand new friends or like they're trying to make sense of like these two week relationships, but we like, we got to get through it. <laughs> it's also kind of funny. Like we're doing a hen weekend where it's like everything having to do with Caroline's wedding has been like in reverse order. Like we got actually married. <laughs> then we did the like show uh-huh. and now we're going on a bachelorette party kind of. But we already had a bachelorette party. That was only a night. That was a hen night, not a hen weekend. Hen weekend. Um, I don't know. I just like, there was something about this where I was like, okay, this group starting to suss out the dynamics Mm -hmm. and I'm enjoying some people. Caroline Brooks, I was enjoying a lot more this week than in the past couple weeks. I will say. Okay. I felt like she was easier, breezier cover girl than we've seen her in the past couple weeks. Well, we had like kind of um, a sit down in the middle of the desert after riding the ATVs Mm -hmm. with like her and Sarah. But it was kind of interesting that they sat down and it seemed like everything was resolved, but they weren't talking about like the fight that they previously had, really. I know. I was confused by that also but like (laughs) Sarah was like, the best way you can get through anything is adrenaline. And then 
Also, like when they sat down in the middle of the desert and Sarah was like, what kind of juice do you want? And she's like pouring her pineapple juice or whatever. And Sarah's just like, I just like whatever you're going through, I want to help you. It's like mm. Sarah's so condescending yeah, at yeah, every yeah. turn that it's like, I don't think Brooks is going through anything other than the fact that you're accusing her of being a bad mother. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sarah kind of like ended the episode with that too, in terms of like the the advice or like the the support she was showing for Caroline Stanberry by while, while also supporting Caroline Brooks as a single woman. And then like supporting yeah. Caroline as like, you found this man, you deserve it. Yeah. Um, I feel like this was probably one of Stanberry's better episodes as far as like mm. loosening up. Yeah. 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 She was definitely a little more laid back, laid back. Also just like, her kind of being the host and like doing all the things. We got the balloon game again. Oh my God. Did she think like we forgot we already did this in ladies of London? No, I think I bet you she thought I'm going to do the balloon game. I'm going to reference me doing this with my, my girlfriends Mm -hmm. in London and and they're going to show a clip and they got, and it got cut instead. They don't like to show clips from Ladies of London on this show for some yeah. reason. But it's like, yeah. let's put some clips in. And then let's do clips of the balloon game in uh, Roni. Yeah, as inspired through, like, like Luke brought brought it across the pond. To Dorinda, Dorinda. And Dorinda did it in the closet with Carol. Yeah. Wow. Which we don't have to go into. But um, what a moment. What a moment. Um, the rooms in this like villa or whatever <laughs> sarah sarah in this like humongous room that looks like it's in the basement where like the bunk beds are pushed in the against the back wall and like a tumbleweed like crosses the floor in the middle of the it room. looks like something out of like star wars right I, like, like, oh, it was like a horror movie <laughs> it's like no it looks like where like the stew the stormtroopers that's what they're called oh, yeah. would like <laughs> all sleep together well, it's like the stormtrooper bunks. Like, no, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, they yeah. would sleep in bunks. Yeah, because they're in like the the army for the the Jedi's. Yes, I will say what this is like an <laughs> underrated housewives trope. Like, that's only happened a few times, and I can mm. only actually think of one more time. But there what? might be more. So call me out. A housewife who has to sleep alone in a room of bunk beds, <laughs> like Tan, like Tanya in Atlanta. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but it was kind of like. Sarah, don't don't just like announce that you want this room. We got like the fun of it is like who's gonna get it, <laughs> you know? I know they've really missed the mark on the who's gonna get it, but I do think like these women aren't close enough to do that because mm-hmm. it would have been like weird World War, War Three, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like not in a fun way, not in a fun yeah. way, like just because like these women when they're rubbing each other the wrong way, it goes too sour too quickly. As we yeah. see at the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, Ayan, I just wanted to quickly point out, like I noticed like the strangest things this episode. Ayan pouring herself a mimosa. And I thought what was interesting, she did OJ first, then champagne. You, rare, you rarely see that. That's true. I wonder if like that's the way you do it. Uh, to me, it's like, I think you, like I want to know how much champagne I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to tell that, like, by pouring that first. Sure. Just You're not really great like, at, like, spatial recognition. Yeah. Well, like, just, like, the glug, glug, glugging, you know? Like, yeah. that's not great. And where's Molly Baz, her uh, makeup artist, like, staying? 
Didn't you look like Molly Baz from the <laughs> BA no, Test Kitchen? No. <laughs> I did not notice that. Wow. Okay. I like that makeup artist. Like it's Mua M U A. I know. I always, I was like, who's Mua? <laughs> Do they go by Mua? Like, is is the like industry term like when you say it out loud? Is it Mua? It, well, isn't like wasn't there one YouTuber Manny Mua? Yeah, but like. When people say, is it like how we say Roni? Do they say Mua or do they uh, say M-U-A? Sound off in the comments below. Yeah. Yeah. I th- also, like, to like she woke up how early and was pouring mimos? We got to get which, the party started. Which, but that, that could actually also, like, speak to the fight at dinner. Because, mm-hmm. like, if we're doing that she kind of day. She didn't seem, like, wasted throughout the day, though. No, she didn't seem wasted, but like, I don't know. We were also really just breezing through this trip. Yeah. It's only a two-night trip, too. It's a a two-night trip, and we had both nights in this episode. (laughs) I know. I mean, they've already filmed the reunion, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's wrap it up. They want to get us to uh, Salt Lake City. Please, 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 please. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, this fight, I like, everyone was just kind of, like, a little wrong. Sure, everyone's a little wrong in this, but I will say, and I, she's my favorite on the show, Ion was probably the most wrong. Oh, yeah, the most wrong, yeah, for sure, because it was just kind of, like, it, it didn't even matter what anyone was saying once she got started, because it was just, like, the the Ion show. Stanberry, I felt like was trying to give Brooks like an actually like good compliment, like about her character. Like, wow, you have such a good relationship with your ex that he wants to invest in your business. That says a lot about like you and like how you keep relationships, which I think is a nice compliment, right? Yeah, I guess so. Sure. But then she did say the thing to um, Ion being like, do you own a business? And then Ion took that as like, discounting yeah. everything she's ever done in her life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which like I get like I get the initial like miscommunication that Ion was taking in, but yeah. like she just like got going and like nobody could like speak to her basically. There's no stopping her, yeah. 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 Uh yeah, so that was Dubai. Right? That was Dubai. I mean, yeah. I I didn't think it was a floppy on an episode. I actually enjoyed myself with these girls but i do think it's like we're dealing with new friends so yeah. it's like awkward yeah. sometimes yeah it's like make new friends and keep the old and they're relying too heavily on selling sunsets transitional antics mm. of like beautiful like scapes and that kind of thing and i yeah. want more like relationships i know why are we putting the budget to that yeah come on okay let's get to the freak of the week and the one true queen okay f- freak of the week uh, we are actually recording this this week's episode like right on the heels of us binging like Beverly Hills and Dubai. Mm-hmm. So neither of us have watched the full Watch Robin's live episode that followed Dubai, but but I'm willing sh- to call it. We sure saw a freakish clip hit the air, and you at, at this point you've probably seen the clip online because I mean right after it aired, everyone was kind of talking about it. They were playing a game where Crystal had to guess whether. Kathy Hilton would recognize the famous person on the screen. And it was a picture of Lizzo. And she says, is that precious? It's just like inexcusably so bad. Like so, 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 so bad. This might be like the biggest freak we've ever given out. Yeah. 
I mean, it. it's even like, okay, if it was Gabourey Sidibe and you said, is that precious? Like, that's, that's so bad. So, so stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but then like, she tried to recover and only made it worse saying like, oh, that, no, that's my nickname for her. Oh my God. It was so bad. It's, it's horrible. And like, you could tell Andy didn't even know what to do. This was also a live episode, so they couldn't even like cut it if they wanted to. I feel like somebody with a mic could have said something. I haven't seen the whole episode yet, so maybe I'm speaking out of turn. Maybe somebody yeah, yeah. did say something eventually, but somebody with a mic could have said something. Yeah. I, I sp- and this is crazy because Lizzo was literally on like a week ago on Watch Right Live. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Kathy Hilton, a freak. And we haven't even gotten to like the big Kathy Hilton scandal of the season. So it makes you think though. Hold on about to your, the rumors. Your fans. Yeah. Um, okay. One true queen. You got to give it to a businesswoman, <clears throat> much like Ayan, who's had many businesses. True. Candy Burris has taken the moment from this week's Atlanta's episode and released a line of merch the bitch i'm worldwide line of merch <laughs> i kind of want to buy something and like the thing is it's, it's like the message is one thing but it's actually like well designed the, the it merch. looks great yeah like we are about to go to chromatica and oh. we have previewed the merch and like it looks like dark-sided like i don't want that on my body dan's know? being like such a little like snot about the chromatic merch we haven't seen all of it so like maybe uh, there will be something i don't think unless there's like a surprise like jets or giants themed chromatica shirt like oh you think- love to get like the local baseball team shirt <laughs> I, I forgot about joanne <laughs> the joanne Mets <laughs> stylized shirt that's yeah. so like wow. that's whatever no i mean yeah no but yeah i, I will be buying some of candy's merch mm, can't wait Okay, and I think that is our episode this week. A quick programming note. Uh, we're we're going to be on a little summer vacation next week, taking a week off. But we are going to be choosing something from our Patreon to put in main feed so that yeah, y'all From the can, archives. From the archives so y'all can have something to listen to. It's most of y'all probably wouldn't have heard it yet, but yeah. it's also like, hopefully you subscribe to Patreon after listening. Mm, yeah, and you have like the the bonus episode of us talking about all the weddings and vow renewals of the uh, housewives history this week on Patreon. So you want to subscribe for that. Wow. Come through queen.com for links to everything, including that social Facebook group, and like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us. Love us. Please retweet. We'll see you in a few weeks. Bye. A couple weeks. Yeah, two weeks. That's a few weeks. (laughs) Bye. I want to see you come through, Queen. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.